Who is it? It's the big guy. Okay. Nope. What's up, people? Yeah, it's the big guy once again. Look, today, I got a couple of questions I want to ask. I want to see, is it just me or what? How important is designer world? Do we really want peace in our community? Those are the two main questions that I must know. Is it just me? So, right after the introduction, we're going to get into it. What's up, people? It's the big guy. Welcome to Culturally Dysfunctional. Let me start off by saying these are my opinion and views of what I see and interpret as dysfunctional. Nothing but what I grew up seeing and understanding what all this means. I had to grow up and educate myself on life and learn a different difference between right and wrong. Morals are way different than what I'm used to. A new generation of disrespect, violence, and morals. My community is the opposite of what I was hoping to see as I get older. Martin Luther King gave a speech, I have a dream, but then later said that dream had turned into a nightmare. So in my episodes of Culturally Dysfunctional, I will be talking about the nightmare that the new generation is making for the older generation. Some may agree, some may disagree. It's all about who is looking with open eyes and mind. With that being said, let's jump into it. Okay, look. How important is designer world? To me, it's not important at all. I mean, yes, I can afford it, but it, it just, it's not, a, not important for the kind of money that, that they're asking for. You know, I can't spend no $300 on no belt. No, seventeen hundred or twelve hundred on no purse for nobody. You know, no five hundred dollars on a hat. That's ridiculous. Just the name, people. Hey, but who am I? I just can't do it. I don't. Hey, if I got, if that's the only way I can look good is spending that kind of money on some, you know, for some designer for whatever reason. You know, see. That's like, you know, the ones, now the ones that can actually afford it, they got millions or whatever, and that's nothing to them but dropping a bucket. Okay, cool. They they can do that. But for us uh, people, us, us average living people, hey, that's uh, it's kind of steep there. But, uh, but do you think if we put more money into building a business, Educating ourselves, uh, property, or something that we can have with us or increase our volume would be better. You know, I know some people buy things to live that imaginary life or to fit in, but barely making it and have but a little or no money in the bank saved up for times like this. 
So how does how important is this designer world, people? Do you have to have it? Is this the only way you can fit in? I never, I never bought anything Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Uh, I mean, yeah, Nike shoes, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't even buy shoes like that. I see people got, you know, some people got shoe fetishes or whatever. Uh, I buy a pair of shoes. Them, them shoes gonna last me for a while. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, but you know, I just spent a lot of money on, uh, you know, trying to educate myself, learn different things, equipment, things like there's something that I can use that can, I can use in a, a business, be of value or something. But I can't see myself spending that much money on clothing especially if you're a, a person that's living check to check like I said the ones that's making making bukus of money okay yeah they I mean that's what they that's what they do they can do that they can afford and I know some people out here would you know would would spend a few hundred dollars on knockoff A few hundred dollars on knockoff. If it ain't real, I don't want it. Now, if you're just getting it to blend in, now you know it flies a little bit. Okay, that's that's what you do. But I I feel that, especially in the the black community. You know, there's living the check to check, you know, making less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, we should want to you know spend our money wisely, build something. And I think it is more of the younger generation. You know, things gonna get more expensive, you know, as time goes on. You know, it look like we neglect the necessities, the things that we need to help keep us afloat, help keeping us moving forward getting the struggle behind us. And you know, you can you can tell by a lot of the crime that's going on, the robberies. You know, people robbing still just to get something to to make themselves look good like they actually doing it take from others to build your facade. You know, uh, 
I rarely. I mean, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not a shopaholic. You know, I, I like to. Uh, especially right now, I really don't go nowhere. But you know, people still shopping. Like I mean, like the, like you actually going somewhere. At home, it should should be the place we spend our most time at during these times. We should be at home. Not in no club, not partying, not gathering. You know, at home is where the most time should be spent. So, these high-priced clothes, they haven't went down. And I don't know uh, about other cultures. I, I really don't see them with the, you know, the ones that live in the paycheck, the paycheck, or you know, just under a hundred thousand or or whatever. I don't see other cultures just, you know. After that designer like that, you know, I may be wrong, but I just don't, I just don't see it. Are we the only culture that's obsessed with designer? Like I say, exclude the rich people. What are we? That everything we work gotta be designer. I mean, yeah, it look good, but uh, hey, the price is ridiculous. I don't be want to spend forty dollars for a shirt, a t-shirt, and just because it's our culture, they know our culture. So why can't we come together, put that money into something that's of value, that's gonna last a while, last a long time, you know, build something. We should, uh, I mean, let's think about it. How much money that you will be saving if you was to take, instead of spending three, four hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, a purse, or whatever, just bought you a regular purse, nice looking purse, less than a hundred dollars, took that other two and put it in the savings account or something. How much money you can save up? Put more energy into saving. You know, preparing yourself for times like this. You know, they always say you, you should have at least six months of savings to carry you forth in case, you know, times like this. And as we see, a lot of people are losing their jobs, losing their homes, just losing everything. It's gonna be 
way more homeless people than in 2019. So now we're developing new homeless people, a new struggle. The crime is going up. So, but if we, you know, you don't know what's going to happen later in the future. Dealing with this COVID, we're losing jobs. Jobs are shutting down. We got to do better, people. Let's put some of this money back. So, how, is, how important is designer to you? Okay. Look. My other question is, do we really want peace in our community? I saw a man, you know, an older man on the news said, raise his property tax to pay for more officers. When you ask to pay more taxes, it's bad. It's bad, people. But you know, that's how officers, that's how we pay for the officers. And Memphis having a shortage. I mean, the crime is going up. There was 332 homicides in 2020, including 38 children. And beginning of this year on day one, we had a murder. A 10-year-old has been killed. People, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? And you know, it's deeply rooted in our community. We're killing each other. We're killing kids. We glorifying guns and drugs and fashion and glorifying all the wrong things. So do we really want peace in our community? Because we're not putting in the work to make it peaceful. It's, it's, it's not safe to even sit in your own yard. Like this man said here, him and his wife sitting on the backyard, in, I mean, sitting in the backyard on the patio. Then all of a sudden, drive-by shootings, uh, whatever, and they ducking and dodging and running in the house. That's got to be nerve-wracking when you can't even be feel safe 
when you can't even feel safe in your home, in your yard. Because our young generation has this this mentality now that everything is about war against their own kind. Against their community. Against their brothers and sisters. Why do you need war? Why do you feel the need to be the tough guy, the gangster, the thug? Why do you feel the need to kill someone? No matter who you kill, why do you feel the need that you must shoot, just randomly shoot through people's houses, don't care of the innocents? Killing kids that even that ain't had a chance to grow up to see life yet. It's heartbreaking to lose. Just just imagine feeling that pain of a parent losing their child from somebody shooting and a bullet comes through their home and kill their child laying in the bed on the couch or watching TV. How much pain that causes because of senseless bullcrap. We are already worried about COVID, getting COVID and possibly dying. And we got to deal with people shooting on the interstate, getting robbed at the mall, walking out the store, gas station, getting carjacked. Why? what's causing this chaos. And they're getting younger. What's giving you the the nerve, the balls, just to walk up on someone and pull a gun on them and take whatever they have, even if it's their life. I'm not understanding this trend, this trend of murder. This trend of glorified guns and talking about how you're going to kill the op and, and all this nonsense. Over what? We already have people already want to start a a civil war. They want to kill you, kill your kind. 
and you're happy. I don't see how many people see how people would always want to feel threatened. You have to watch your back or I mean, even the thought of going to prison for the rest of your life or getting killed over nothing, senseless stuff. I mean, what is it? Then you have this rule of the no snitching, non snitching. In the community, you know. You know, you you don't want the peace. You don't want the quiet, safe neighborhoods. Of course, they don't want you in the suburban areas. Of course, they don't want you in the nice neighborhoods. Cause you don't belong there. The ones that's out here doing the robbing, the stealing, the killing, the, the senseless stuff, you need to be behind bars. Cause you're very dysfunctional for society. me every time I leave my house I got where my guns guns to fear protect I'd rather get caught with it than without it because of what's going on in our streets today What is it going to take? More of you getting killed by the police. More of you going to jail or killing each other. If that's the life you want, leave the innocent people that's not in that life alone. Okay. Look, a story that I just read, uh, I guess, um, on BuzzFeed, you know, uh, a black woman by the name of Belinda, was that Nebo? Uh, she was walking past a stop to steal protest in Los Angeles. 
She was attacked by Trump supporters. They were beating her, calling her the N-word. They pepper sprayed her, pulled her wig off. And a woman yelled, she's done. She's done. Scalp. Basically, she didn't she was the first person to scalp someone of the Civil War. She has done the first scalping of the Civil War. A man had grabbed her from behind and he told her, I got you, calm down. They are going to try to kill you. I think it helped her in a way, but that's when they pepper sprayed her. And, uh, and I guess he didn't want to be seen as uh, the end lover. You know, that word from back in the day. <clears throat> you know, that's why he did it that way. They, you know, they pepper sprayed away here. And then as I'm looking at the photograph, there was a black guy in the background just watching, just watching this and didn't even try to help him. And he think he's safe. Yeah. They really are calling for it. They really are calling for it, people. They want this to happen. Why? I don't know. It's dumb and stupid. Senseless. Not going to change anything. So, hopefully, when someone is involved in those type of hate crimes, that they be charged. Everyone that participated should be charged. So I hope she get justice. And as, as you see, you know, at the Capitol, those people that rushed in, that broke into the Capitol, they're from all walks of life. I mean, CEOs, fire, firemen, policemen. Uh, I mean, they're your, your bosses. So you, you don't know who they are. They traveled across the United States to participate in this rally, to break the law. And these be people you look at every day at work. Not knowing they hate you. Okay, people. Uh, let me get Mr. Anthony Smith on the line. Just a second. Hold on.
I'd like to welcome Mr. Anthony Smith out of Dallas, the owner of TT Hut. Mr. Anthony. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I've been checking out your 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 site. Like you're doing a pretty amazing job there. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, tell us, tell us something about you. Well, like you said, I'm out of uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm originally from a small town called Saginaw, Michigan, about eight miles north of Detroit. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty much just like any other person, you know. Uh, I've worked jobs. Uh, I've done a lot of things, you know. I like to consider myself a renaissance man. And I thought it was just time for me to go in business for myself. That's what I, I, I that you renaissance man, I know that man because that's how I consider myself. Tell uh, me, uh, how long you been in business? So we uh, got up and officially running um, the fall of 2020. Uh, we're sitting back here. You know, I don't even have to tell you about uh, pandemic times and how things went this past year. I mean, it, it was really a time for us to either sit back and let, let the punches hit you or you was going to roll with the punches. And that's one of the things we decided to do. Uh, I always had uh, a feeling of uh, creative drive, and I just needed to harness that. And uh, sitting down with my partner, uh, Sophie, you know, we were able to just harness it and, and get the business off the ground and, and, and really just express what we wanted to get out there. Okay, so you do have a partner, huh? I do. Okay. Um, you said her name is Sophie? Yes, sir. Okay. I, what, what made you go into the printing business? Well... I never really saw myself doing this until I got into it. Um, started playing around with a little bit of the software and had some ideas and seeing some things online and seeing people. I had a good, a good uh, core group of people around me as far as I've seen people uh, start business and, and when it comes to fashion. So I kind of had a leg up on that because I was surrounded by people who I've seen do it before. Then I just started messing around with it, and it, it really interested me. What I really liked about it is being able to bring somebody's vision to life. I mean, somebody will come to you and say, all right, well, I had this idea, and they want to wear it. And they give you a few things, and then you turn out a product for them. It's almost like a temporary tattoo. Okay. Uh that, they're able to make a statement without saying something. Right. Do Do you ship products or do they have people have to pick it up? No, sir. If you're here in Dallas, Texas, I'll go ahead and hit you with the address so we can pick it up. I ship all across the United States. So this Christmas was really good. We had, had shipping all across the United States. North, Midwest, everything arrived on time. Customers happy. Okay. So I want to tell you, although we do do a lot of custom print as far as helping out small businesses when it comes to helping out uh, people promoting whatever it is their passion is, mm-hmm. or whether it's helping people make statements via their wardrobe, uh, we are on the creative end of things as well as far as in the process of uh, launching this uh, ladies line uh, this next kind of month called Pretty Strong, like some women's uh, workout wearing things of that nature. Also, I'm um, trying to make some uh, 
some new moves when it comes to to the hats and uh, and trying to stay fresh when it comes to the the hip hop and the music culture as well as the sports sports culture. Excuse me. See, one thing that people have to realize is we you gonna come across people with the same shoes on, maybe the same jeans on, mm-hmm. but I can bring your vision to life where. Even though y'all all got the same jeans on, your outfit is gonna pop because you're gonna have something I ain't never seen before. I'm gonna bring together what you've been waiting for. Okay. That's, that's what's up. What what is the, the biggest order you can turn over in a day? Or how or, and how long do it normally take? See, that's where I got a lot of my core business in Dallas because people call me with last minute orders and I can turn that out for you. Um, just depending on how complex it is, um, what type of images we're talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing. To, it's nothing to turn out 10, 15, 10, 15 a day, twenty a day. Just depending on how complex your order is. Okay, uh, I know. Is is it? You, go ahead. Um, my apologies, and then I was going to add to that. And then we had a two day shipping around the United States, so. You order Monday, you can have it Friday, no matter where you live. Okay. Um, like, how how is the love in Dallas? You get a lot of love from, you know, I know a lot of times people, you know, just getting in, you know, getting into business and the people that's in your immediate area don't show as much love as somebody that's from outside. That's usually how it is. That is very definitely true. But the thing about Dallas is, it's a lot of local love here as well, depending on the circle that you run with. And I was blessed to be coming up in the uh, service industry. Uh, I mean, I, I, I bartended and, and managed a lot of times in my life, like last 10, 15 years. So I met a lot of good, interesting people. And I, I learned, you know, once you make those connections with people, you never know when it comes back for you. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of support locally when it comes to people helping me start up my business, people helping me promote my business, people pushing me in the right direction, people helping me gain business, you know, people helping me promote for their business. So I will say I've been blessed when it comes to local support. Okay. That's what's up there. Um, and hopefully, hopefully that continues. Speaking of local support, I do have to say what's up to my guy, uh, Jay Flames out of uh, Real Edgy Productions. Um, these guys, they done hit me up for uh, for some uh, some videos, and they turn out some quality products, man. I have to say what's up to them. Okay. You check us out on our uh, social media site on Facebook at Tiki Hut. You'll see uh, one of the video productions they did for me. So you want to uh, give your, your Facebook, your Email the phone number out so in case people want to reach it so they can look at you, you know, the items you have. All that. They can catch us on IG, lowercase T E E T E E H U T. That's lowercase T T Hut. You catch us on Facebook, T T Hut. You can do lowercase or uppercase, it don't matter. We are there all over. Okay. That's... I appreciate that, plug. I appreciate that, plug. I, you know, that's, that's no problem. That's what I'm looking at for small business people that's trying to get it going to get it popping like myself. And uh, exactly, so exactly, that's what we're here. We're here for each other. We're here for each other to help promote for each other. Yeah. I mean, if you have a business, if you have a business, I'm here to help you promote your business. I'm here to make you uh, uh, 
a, a statement, a conversation. You know, people ask me all the time when I wear my apparel. You know, what is what, what's TP Hut? I mean, that's the talking point. I mean, some people don't don't uh, realize how 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 subliminal how subliminal things can work. If you see things enough, it's just branded into you. And that's what I'm trying to do in making a brand. I'm trying to help other people build their brand as well. That's right. That's how. That's how. That's how you build. That's how you make those connections to grow. So are are you looking to get uh, bigger, growing, going into more printing things? You know, always looking to grow. Always looking to grow. Looking to have even faster turnaround. Looking to be able to fill even more complex orders. Be able to just take it to the next level when it just not not when it comes to just. Uh, you know, casual apparel, you know, I want to take it to to a higher end of apparel as well, even when it comes to even more complex accessories and things of that nature. So do you have a a, a shop or store that you, you plan on opening in the future or as you plan on? Possibly next level, but I mean, it, it's really up in the air, especially with how, how uh, touch and go it is when it comes to the economy and, right. and face-to-face business is right now. Mm-hmm. So definitely our, our main focus is um, building our online media presence and, and, and building a better website and, and just getting more exposure when it comes to the online culture. Yeah, For now, but definitely. I would, I would love to be a statement in downtown Dallas. You can come by the hood, you know, and, and say what's up and, and put in an order and then come back and pick it up later. That'd be a good look. That's right. Yes, sir. Okay. Mr. Smith, I'd like to thank you for coming on Culturally Dysfunctional and sharing with us what you got going on. And, uh, you know, I definitely will be sharing. As a matter of fact, I already shared it on my Facebook page, you know, to check you out. And uh, Yes, sir. I'll be, be look, plugging you as well, sir. So, the the best of luck and I'm uh I'm looking to see you growing, you know. I can say like that's the first man I interviewed on my podcast right there. He didn't blew up. So don't forget about us little <laughs> fellas out here, you know. And vice versa, man. I appreciate the big guy, man. Thank you very much. All love. Don't forget to check us out. TT Hut, Facebook and Instagram. That's what's up, man. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you. That was Mr. Smith of TT Hut. Y'all check him out at the, you know, the Facebook, the Instagram, all the information he he just gave you on the podcast. You know, I, I checked it out. You got some pretty good work. So, uh, on that note, you know, people, we got to come together, share to the world what we got going on we got to come together unite sir stop being against each other and make things happen for each other I'm looking to work with anybody on anything you know I'm a renaissance man like Mr. Smith here you know but we gotta come together we gotta unite as a culture ourselves we gotta we gotta lift each other up 
We got to support each other. We support everybody else more than we support each other. We take from each other. Every other culture is rich due to our help. Except us. We still live in the we we still live in the poorest neighborhoods. A lot of things that we need to try to understand and learn. We don't want to. But we want this image. As if we're doing good, we're rich, we're happy. So, you know, why is it so difficult to come together and help and lift each other, but so easy to turn to tear down each other? So easy to hurt, take from each other. But support everybody else. Well, I'm gonna leave it right here for right now. And uh until next time on this channel. With the big guy. Love and peace. Take care of each other. Lift each other. Protect each other. And I'm out. It's the big guy. See you next time.